0: This is the Boundless Podcast. It is a sad truth that there is boundless need all over this world, maybe even in your own home. You're about to hear a message of boundless hope that comes through the boundless love of Jesus Christ. These messages were recently given at St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. And at the end of today's show, I'll tell you how you can find out more about St. Matthew. Now, here's today's message on Boundless. They were waiting a long time a couple got married and they knew right away they wanted to have a family but then an unexplained infertility happened and so they decided okay we'll face this challenge years went by until the call came finally on a Sunday morning she was out of town speaking at a special event and he was at home with a sick dog you may have can relate to that he didn't want to come home from church to a huge mess so He watched church from home, and the phone call came, a baby was to be born the next day and you will be adopting this child as your own and bring him home on a Tuesday night. And as this person told this story, I'm listening to it on a podcast, he said a line from a poem that he had written that I thought, it just shook me to the core and really stood out to me. God is slow until he isn't. They waited and they waited and they waited and they prayed every day that God would send them a child and he was slow until he wasn't. They got the word on a Sunday morning, the baby was born on a Monday morning and they took him home Tuesday night now they are mom and dad to little Judah. God is slow until he isn't. Waiting in anticipation. When I was growing up when the, can- the uh, candy of Halloween starts to dwindle or is gone altogether, my focus went from Halloween and the costume and the candy, of course, but then to Christmas coming. And it seemed like it took forever for Christmas to arrive. Those days, they, they, they draw out. And in school, of course, you're starting to memorize Pieces of scripture and songs to sing at the Christmas service. But it seems to take forever. It's so slow in coming until it isn't. And then the big day arrives and that Christmas morning is here and you're opening the presents and then it's done. It's slow until it isn't. and You put away the wrapping paper and you clean up and the turkey is about to come out of the oven or you get cleaned up and you're on your way to grandma and grandpa's house. Anticipation of Christmas, when I was a kid, it seemed to take forever. I suspect it's still that way now. But when I, now that I'm grown up, I understand that a lot of those people who were waiting and waiting and waiting for Christmas that was taking so slow to come when we were kids, now we can take matters into our own hands. Because it was this year that I saw this meme for the first time. And I get it. I really do. They're not awake upstairs. There we go. Wake awake, for night is flying. Is November 1st too early to start decorating for Christmas? Ah. I never saw that before, and I guess I never really realized it, and I never really looked at it that way. But now that it's here, I'm looking at this, and I'm driving through the neighborhoods, and yeah, people were putting up Christmas trees already right after Halloween. And I get the sentiment, in these dire times that we live in today, I get why people want to get into the Christmas spirit as soon as possible. Now we are not officially in the Christmas season of the church here until Christmas Eve. But we still see it even in our churches, as you can see with your own eyes here. We have Christmas trees, we have wreaths, we have garlands, we have all the trappings of Christmas in the season of Advent, which is the season before the season. Coming is Christmas, you can look around and see that. And emotionally, Christmas is the biggest season we engage in as Christians. Even though our theology and our liturgies point to Easter as the supreme festival of the church year. But then too, Christmas is the celebration that can make or break us economically, either as customers or as merchants. It's simply the biggest day, around which almost everyone is looking and living their lives. We put a lot of stock in Christmas and to prepare poorly or lightly for this great festival of Christmas. More sadly, it would be a total shame if we missed the whole point altogether. Thus, we have the season before the season. Advent is the time to get ready to celebrate the great season of Christmas. And we do this by anticipating the coming of Christ. His first coming at Christmas and his second coming at the end of time. We do this by reading specific Bible passages we heard this morning from Isaiah and other portions of scripture that tell us to, hey, pay attention. And even in the gospel readings, wake up. And in the hymns that we sing, both Advent and you know that Christmas songs are already being played. And have been for a long time, always anticipating, always pushing us to look forward to that time to come. Today, one of the, the most jubilant of Advent hymns that the church has is going to help us and guide us. And that hymn is, we sang the first stanza, Awake, Awake, for night is flying. It's written by a German Lutheran pastor by the name of Philip Nikolai. He lived a little bit right after Martin Luther. And it is based, he based his hymn on mostly Matthew 25 but also in other portions of scripture, some of those that we heard this morning already. We sing it in English, of course, and not in German today because of the great translator, Catherine Winkworth. Now, Pastor Nikolai was considered a genius, not only for his beautiful poetry and his great preaching, but also for his talent as a composer. This hymn, Wake Awake for Night is Flying, the tune is considered by many people to be the king of Lutheran chorale. And wake, awake! For night is flying, leads us down to May. In these words, Philip Nikolai introduces us to an Advent parable of Jesus: the parable of the sleeping maidens, or the parable—maybe you know it better as the wise and foolish virgins. Here is the story from the Voice Bible. Jesus says, or picture the kingdom of heaven this way. It will be like ten bridesmaids who each picked up a lantern and went out to meet a certain bridegroom. Five of these women were sensible, good and with details, and remembered to bring small flasks of oil for their lanterns. But five of them were flighty, too caught up in the excitement of their jaunt, and forgot to bring oil with them. The bridegroom did not turn up right away. Indeed, all the women, while waiting, found themselves falling asleep. And then, in the middle of the night, they heard someone call. The bridegroom is here, finally, wake up and greet him. The women got up and trimmed the wicks of their lanterns and prepared to go greet the groom. The five women who had no oil turned to their friends for help. And the ill-prepared bridesmaids said, please give us some of your oil. Our lanterns are flickering and will soon go out. But the five women who'd come prepared with oil said they didn't have enough bridesmaids said, if we give you some of our oil, we'll all run out too soon. You'd better go wake up a dealer and buy your own supply. So the five ill-prepared women went in search of oil to buy. And while they were gone, the groom arrived. The five who stood ready with their lanterns accompanied him to the wedding party. And after that arrived, the door was shut. Finally, the rest of the women turned up at the party and they knocked on the door. And the ill-prepared bridesmaid said, Master, open up and let us in. And the bridegroom, refusing, said, I certainly don't know you. So stay awake. You neither know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. The message of this parable and the message of the hymn based on it that we are singing is to wake up, be awake, observe carefully these days before christmas watch what you're doing and be aware of what is going on you've got to know that the poet is right god is slow until he isn't this is the time of year when people start to think about going home for the holidays maybe even you are planning on going home for christmas well you are invited to come home for christmas at saint matthew On Christmas Eve, there are four special worship services at 10 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 6 o'clock in the evening, and 11 o'clock in the evening. You'll sing familiar Christmas carols by candlelight, hear the eternal story of Christmas from Luke chapter 2, and hear a message of the boundless love of Jesus Christ. If you are going to be in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, you are invited to come home for Christmas at St. Matthew. You can also come home for Christmas on our website as we stream live all the worship services of the holidays. After today's message I'll tell you how you can get in contact with St. Matthew in Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. Now back to today's message. And you may be in the midst of realizing and experiencing the slowness of God, so much so that you're focused on a huge impossible problem right in front of you and you've pushed your faith to the side. You've pushed Going to church aside, you've pushed God aside. And now it's time to wake up for what is coming, because Christmas is coming soon. And this season before the season bids us to watch, wake, be ready, prepare, and observe these days carefully. So what are we are to be so careful about? during the season before the season? Well, during the season of Advent, we are to become aware of the coming of Jesus and the coming of the Christmas season. And to know that the Christmas season is never complete in and of itself. Its fulfillment is in the the church seasons of Epiphany and Lent and Easter. The joy of Christmas season comes to its fullness after we learn from Jesus how to live in faith. We repent of our sins and we go to the cross where Jesus forgives our sins and we see the tomb is empty because he has risen from the dead to give us eternal life as we gaze now get ready to gaze into the quiet christmas silent night let us also see a triumphant risen savior coming to us in last day victory. Because the second track of thought that Philip Nikolai leads us on in this hymn leads us down a vision of the resplendent, overflowing joy that comes when we receive the Christ of Judgment Day and enter into our heavenly home because we have been declared not guilty by the blood of Jesus. The season of Advent calls us to discern very carefully and precisely what it is about the coming season of Christmas that can bring us to such unbounded and genuine inner joy, as these words of the hymn describe it for us so lavishly. And that leads me to ask you this question, to contemplate for the next couple days. What really is the Gospel of Christmas? And because, I ask that because for some, the Gospel during the coming weeks is going to be the Christmas spirit. A charmingly presented spirit in characters such as the Grinch, or, the, or Scrooge, or Charlie Brown, or, in ultimate fashion, Santa Claus himself. Where this age has become increasingly one where we create unreal images of life. And so the gospel of the season may come in the form of family tradition. Magazines, craft shows, recipes all show us how to create illusions. A softness and the glow of yesteryear in our homes, and the shimmering holiday images become a kind of gospel that will cover over our family tensions and dysfunction. After Christmas, sad to say, this false gospel leaves us as soon as we take down the decorations and all the food is eaten. Then we are left in the glare of the same troubled relationships that burdened us before. They didn't do anything to fix that. They didn't do anything to help us get through it. For still others, the gospel of this coming season is the baby Jesus himself. No other year, time of year, parents are so happy and openly talking about baby Jesus with their kids. Even distinguished media performers and and singers will sing about, with songs and poetry, this little stranger who has come. It is as though during an an encounter with baby Jesus, we're magically transformed. Somehow, cold hearts are melted in the presence of a baby, and the hard side of our behavior will be softened in response to the appeal. Hey, come on, it's Christmas after all. All of these Gospels are difficult to reject, precisely because they sound so good. And they do contain some elements of the truth in them. But the warning of Advent is to wake up. Keep watch. The profound joy that the songwriter Philip Nikolai talks about springs from a richer and fuller gospel than the Christmas spirit or family tradition or isolated scenes involving the baby Jesus. A gospel that also devastates the other quaint sentimental Christmas gospels. This is a gospel about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who is coming. Advent bids us to meet the awesome Son of God. Advent truly is prologue to the story. And the story begins on Christmas, where Jesus is born to be our substitute. And then he lives the perfect life to be our righteousness by faith. He dies on the cross to forgive all our sins. He rises from the grave so that we too can rise from the grave one day and ascend it into heaven with the promise that he is coming back. That's the full Christmas gospel, the epiphany gospel, the Lent gospel, the Easter gospel. That is the Christian gospel of Jesus Christ so in this season before the season we are warned don't miss any of that don't miss all of it do not miss the joy that reaches deep down inside us this joy of salvation that changes everything it changes history it changes hearts it changes homes do not miss the gospel that changes us into new people for it is at the cross of Christ that your sins are forgiven by Jesus It is in his blood that you are cleansed and we are raised with him by the power of the Holy Spirit and we are overtaken by a living Easter faith that instills us with joyful determination to live as the people of God, a faith that begins at Christmas. But this Christmas and in the season before the season you may be facing impossible challenges. You're staring right into the face of an impossible situation. You don't know how you're going to pay down that student debt because you are underemployed and you can't make ends meet and it is impossible. You don't see any way possible to get over that. Or maybe this is the season, the first season that you will spend Christmas without a loved one mother, a father, a sister, a brother, a son, or a daughter, a grandparent, or any other loved one. And it's an impossible situation to get through. And you don't know how you're going to do it. This season warns us to wake up. You are looking at an impossible situation. Advent invites you to wake up and look up. To the God with whom all things are possible. And you can say to God, when you're facing that impossible situation, you look up to God and say, Lord, you have a problem. It's not mine. It's yours and only you can fix it. And that is exactly what Advent reminds us and wakes us up to our possible God, who is coming again. And all we have to do is sing and wait for a God who is slow until he isn't. I hope you enjoyed today's message. Boundless is produced by St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. And if you're in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, you're invited to join us for worship services and other events at St. Matthew. Go to our website to plan your visit at www.stmatts.net please rate the show wherever you got your podcast from and positive reviews are always welcome. Thank you for listening to the boundless podcast, God's richest blessings to you and join us again next time.